Time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. And Vaughn, isn't it interesting that for the longest time we were saying, boy, what NDP leadership race? And now we are not saying that anymore. Yeah, Simi, you know, this thing was supposed to be a coronation for David Eby. It's now turned into a huge dilemma for the party. And it comes down to this candidate, uh, Anjali Apadurai. Uh She has really shaken up not just the leadership race, but the NDP establishment, because they really don't know what to do about her. And where are we at now? Because she did speak out. She was on the Mike Smith show yesterday. Yeah, no, and I listened to her. It's a very interesting interview because, I mean, there are all these allegations against her, and they are the subject of reviews against her campaign, and they are the subject of reviews by uh, the NDP, and also uh, the Elections BC is looking into it. What she says about this is very interesting. First of all, she says, of course, there are allegations and there's nothing to them. But she says, yeah, when there are allegations out there, there have to be reviews. And she's confident that she'll be found, there'll be no finding of wrongdoing. But then she says, look, um, she says she's the subject of a backroom intimidation campaign on social media to kind of force her out of the race. So she's looking at social media feeds by NDP establishment figures and backroom figures, and she suspects people that have been put up to it. And have, I have to say, looking over the social media dialogue on this, um, she has a point. There is an effort uh, to sure. somehow or other force her out of the race because... New Democrats are asking themselves, what if she wins? (laughs) She says she's found up thousands of people. She says she doesn't know how many because the party itself doesn't really know how many new memberships there are. The the cutoff was September the 4th, and the party hasn't completed vetting all the membership applications and all that. But, uh, you know, there there is a concern out there among New Democrats that – David Eby may have taken this thing for granted, and uh, Apatari has signed up more people than she has. Now, the concern in the NDP is that she's done it by enlisting a bunch of organizations out there, like the Dogwood Initiative and other environmental groups and the membership lists of groups like Fair Vote Canada to get their members to sign up. Well, the answer to that is, um, so what? (laughs) You've got a leadership race. The system, the way the system works is you sign up members uh, because the party allowed that up to September the 4th. And as long as they pay their own membership fees, uh, they can vote. That's how it works. Right. But it's not just about new members either. Like there's a lot of people who've been members already of the party. So it's not just about how many new memberships get signed up. That's right. The other interesting thing yesterday about all this, Simi, was uh, Abby Lewis. So he's on, was on uh, NW yesterday as well. And, uh, you know, folks, he's as close to royalty as you get in the NDP. His father was an NDP leader in Ontario. His grandfather was the national leader of the NDP. So Lewis is saying, hey, wait a minute, this is how the party works, right? Uh, we want to go out and attract uh climate activists. We want to go out and attract young leadership candidates uh, like Angela abbott a South Asian, young. And it's not like she's a complete outsider. She ran for the federal party in the last election a year ago, and she almost won. 
in in uh, Vancouver Granville South. So I uh, you're going to force her out. You're going to put her under a cloud just because you're worried that she might win. I mean, this is a serious, serious challenge. Uh, Lewis points out, Abbott Arai points out, that the BC NDP allowed its membership list to decline. They were down to maybe 11,000 members in the spring from a high of 40 or 50,000 members in the 90s. So, you know, they made themselves vulnerable. They can't blame her for coming in as a federal New Democrat and saying, yeah. hey, provincial leadership, I'm going to run for it. I'm going to raise issues that matter to people. So what do you do? Yeah. I guess I mean, the John Horgan expressed a concern last week. I went back over what John Horgan yeah. said about this at the NDP con- uh, at the UBCM convention in um, Whistler. And, you know, Horgan does speak his mind. He said he was seriously concerned about the allegations. Uh, He said it twice. And then he said something. He said, you know, when I joined the NDP generations ago, I joined a party that was broad-based. It had environmentalists in it, but it had members of forest workers. It had unions in it. It It reflected the diversity of British Columbia. He said he's worried about the party being taken over by a single issue issue. So that single issue would be climate action. And Abbott Arise certainly challenges the party establishment on it. So I think Horgan is letting on how concerned the New Democrats are there. Okay. So what do you do? I mean... But doesn't that mean that what you have to do is you have to tell a lot of these longtime people who are yes. members of the party, you've got to pay attention to what's going on here. Yeah, you know, that's probably the best hope. So if they force her out... And the party has the power to do that. They can disallow her candidacy. And it's unfair. It's seen as unfair. All you're going to do is drive all her supporters into the arms of the Green Party, and people are going to say that, you know, it's Evie under a cloud. If you let her run and she wins, because she might, I suppose, I don't think that's likely, uh, you could end up with a leader who all of the members of the caucus and cabinet pretty much supported the other person uh, who doesn't have a seat in the House and who is a challenge to the party's establishment. So, Simi, you've hit what I think is the best bet, that they talk up this concern, they alarm members of the party, the longtime members, uh, about this, and they send a tacit message that when the voting starts Next month, because it's November when the voting starts, uh, you better get out there and vote for the establishment candidate. Or uh, if you don't, well, you may not like the outcome of the leadership race. This is so interesting, Vaughn, because, you know, this isn't the only time a party has dealt with this. I mean, other BC Liberals dealt with this in the period where they were looking for candidates for their leadership race. And there was a lot of talk that Aaron Gunn, who had a huge social media following would enter the race, but eventually they didn't let him enter the race. They didn't let him enter the race, and that had consequences, because Aaron Gunn is now going and joined the B.C. Conservative Party. He is helping revive the B.C. Conservative Party. They took 13% of the vote in the recent by-election in Surrey South, writing that the Conservatives hadn't even run anybody in for a while. So this thing has consequences. The Liberals took the risk that the Conservatives were so far from being revived that they couldn't split the vote enough to elect the NDP, well, we'll see if they're right. But look, the Greens are already a presence on the ballot. I think one of the people that's watching this thing from the sidelines and going, wow, is this going to be interesting, has got to be Sonia Furstenau, who's going, yeah. well, you know, you know where Abadari would be welcome if the NDP doesn't let her run. 
fairly for the provincial leadership. You know, the interesting thing about the Green Party, too, is that we've learned that voters will put their votes there, whether they are BC Liberals or NDP supporters, because certainly there were a lot of BC Liberal voters back in 2017 who decided to vote Green. Uh, absolutely. And Abed Arai is talking about an issue that regularly crops up as front and center for an awful lot of voters in Canada across the political spectrum. So she says the old growth strategy of the government isn't good enough. She says the government shouldn't be allowed uh, shouldn't be allowing the construction of a natural gas pipeline through First Nations territory in northern BC. She says we should be putting a stop phasing out fracking of natural gas because fossil, the fossil fuel industry is endangering the life of the planet. I mean, these are not frivolous issues. These are serious issues for an awful lot of British Columbians. And the government is defending its status quo position on it. But, you know, you don't have to go back too far. Abedrai says something else. She says, yeah, I don't have any support in the caucus right now. But I know there are members of the NDP caucus backbenchers and so forth, maybe even some ministers who quietly agree with what I'm saying on some of these issues. She says it's not an insurmountable obstacle if she wins to attract support in the government and get people to line up behind her. So as I said, this is not somebody who's backing off and it's not somebody who lacks sophistication in the political arena. She, we call her an outsider because she's challenging the provincial NDP establishment, but she's well connected. That's one of the reasons why yeah. the NDP provincial establishment is worried about her, Simi. Also, what makes this race so interesting. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye.